1: My hair. Beautiful sweet flying through the air. It's
0: the wheel. Alright, hello everybody. That was Jeff Pitchell's Fat Cigar. You were listening to, and that means it's time for Not Just Born Smoke coming at you live from Twin Smoke Shop Studio Headquarters in Londonderry, New Hampshire, right in the 724 lounge yes I'm sir mm-hmm. i'm here with my co-hosts nick and dave yo uh, nicotine baby pat is gone tonight and um we are live if you are uh doing the live stream on facebook or youtube make sure you hit the subscribe button if you're listening after the fact on pandora spotify itunes google wherever you can find a podcast there we are Hit that subscribe button so that you don't ever miss a thing in the future. Absolutely. Um, Tonight, we are doing a couple of pipe tobaccos. We're coming off of a major event we did with uh, Eric Stokeby, a fourth generation tobacconist fame. Eric is amazing. He's awesome. Uh, We try and do something with him at least once a year. And um, he's become a good friend of us. We've had him on the podcast a few times. Yep um I get, and, hold on
2: I gotta move over here we got a late edition
0: we got a late edition oh there is Pat there's Pat, Pat Wente. Wente. and um
2: it's getting real comfortable too
0: Eric uh surprised me I we, we had planned tonight we typically try have been of late anyway mm-hmm. trying to do a, a a podcast that focused on pipe tobacco yep um the week following our monthly pipe club, which Mm. is the second Saturday of the month. Uh And so we had planned to do the fourth gen small batch, um, uh, resolution, which he came out with this year, but he surprised me. He actually came out with something else too. We were one of the first, um, to have it. Thank you. So we'll pass these around. This is our, uh, drink tonight the uh, 724 barrel select of high west thank you prairie this is bourbon. a bourbon this is a good bourbon it's very very good it's one of my favorite barrel selects that we have here at twins
2: absolutely
0: um, and so we'll be drinking that through both of these tobaccos we're having tonight excellent um, but uh, night slice is a new bulk tobacco that he just came out with it literally just dropped and uh you know we'd be one of the first podcasts i think to give it a try so i wanted to jump on that too oh yeah so we have two pipe tobaccos tonight uh that we'll be talking about we'll talk a little bit about the the show and how it went and everything but we're gonna talk about all sorts of things tonight and we are starting out with uh his small batch every year for the past several years he has come out and he being eric stokeby yes has come out with a small batch that he does with a different uh blending company each year and um this year uh he chose to work with uh cornell and deal oh. and jeremy reeves and together the two of them came up with what is called resolution and uh off the tin it says uh aged mahogany Aged Carolin- Carolinian mahogany and lemon flu cured Virginias are married with top tier Orientals from Turkey and Greece, mm. producing a mixture deep in flavor, rich in oil, and full of natural sweetness. A hazelnut top note accentuates the blend's balanced melange of spices, dark fruit, bright citrus, and floral characteristics. It's considered an Oriental blend, at least on um, TobaccoReviews.com. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be fooled mm-hmm. by that hazelnut top haz, hazelnut hazelnut top note. Okay, uh, this isn't an aromatic in any stretch of the means. There's no. a little bit of something there, that's more to bring out the sweetness in the in the tobaccos mm-hmm. um, than to make you think you're smoking a hazelnut flavored thing. Um, it's a flake. And um, uh, the reception for this has been very good. He told me that there's thoughts of actually bringing this into the permanent fold of his tobaccos in some way. Yeah. Um,
2: I mean, it's what it's special edition right now, right? Yeah, it's a so special edition, it's a so, limited edition.
0: Yep. So once it's gone, it's gone. Right. And unless he decides to bring it back, but uh, and and um, we have, um, I'd already gone through about uh uh two-thirds of what we had got Mm -hmm. and we got some more in for the show and he told me that uh as of saturday there were about 50 tins left to be had wow Mm. uh after that it's all sold out so
2: man um, it's so good though yeah it's complex i mean the complexity really kind of you really got to focus on the flavors because it's just it's so quick Mm -hmm. you get a lot at once and it's it's really nice smooth Mm. obviously you got a little spice you definitely get the floral notes in the back end Uh, a little bit of the sweetness up front but it's extremely subtle
0: yeah yep and while i get that sweetness and every once in a while i get something that i go oh hazelnut yeah that's not a predominant flavor that Mm-mm. i pick up for this would you agree dave mm, nope yeah so um
2: man a few words <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my goodness so like i said we just had eric stoke be over on a saturday and um we did some we decided to do something different we we decided to have the entire event out on our deck <laughs> off the 724 lounge the weather was perfect (coughs) low to mid 70s yeah you know kind of you know partly cloudy but not you know more sun than clouds yeah and there was a little breeze now i had two things that i did not anticipate as we were getting ready to do that and the first is that you know with with pipes you're using soft flame you are to light them it's
2: extremely hard and so to use a soft to, flame to outside to do
0: that you know out outside of everything you know when with even with the light breeze that we had it, it, there was a little bit of a challenge for for some people to do that yeah. so people would come come into the bar light their pipe and then walk back outside so i mean people dealt with it they had a great time yeah but um i also and completely just spaced on the fact that that meant I would be out in the sun for eight hours.
2: Ah. Yeah. I and saw you got a little red on your neck there.
0: I have a I have more than a little red. On my <laughs> neck. And so, you know, I I got I got pretty. Burned.
2: <laughs> really? It wasn't even got, that hot out either. No, it was it, like, I mean, seventy-five. That's good, but yeah, I mean,
0: it, it was the weather was perfect. And it everything, was. But I got home that night and it was just like, it was, it was, it wasn't as bad as it could be. I've been burned a lot worse. You look like a, a rock lobster. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and I'm one of these guys. You know, I burn. And then after a day or two, I'll peel. Mm-hmm. And then underneath, I'm going to be just as white as when I started. It's, there's like no upside to the sun for me. You know, it just, you know, my wife, she tans great. My girls, they tan great. Me, I'm like the, the great white whale. It's You're either, the black I'm sheep of the I family. Either, I either turn into the <laughs> red hulk for several days, and then I transform back into the the, the great the, white hope. The
2: The pastor you know? comes back.
0: Yep. Yeah. The Holy Ghost <laughs> comes back out, you know, whatever. Oh, holy Ghost. So, <laughs> oh boy. So you know, we're two days out. I'm feeling a little bit better. I'm still like stingy. The back of my neck is, you know, got the worst of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but good grief! I just, I, I wasn't thinking. It's, it's only, you know, you know, the middle of May, and I just wasn't thinking about sunscreen.
2: Yeah, but when you're on that deck, whether you are. And you can be as low as 60 degrees, 65 degrees on that deck. I mean, Mm -hmm. because of the the color of that deck, I mean, it feels like it's 90 sometimes. Mm -hmm. That deck, it just attracts heat like crazy. One time I was out there, I was cleaning the deck in the morning, and it was probably 55, maybe 60 degrees out Mm -hmm. there. And I mean, I was sweating. I had to take off my sweater. And then getting (laughs) off the deck, I felt, I was like, oh my, my, I had to take off my sweater. I was like my god this is crazy. I thought it was like 75 out there but then you look at your you know you look at your phone or your watch or your, the thermometer on the side of the on the side of the building and you're like wow this is crazy. Mm-hmm. But I mean great color choice by Kurt when uh for choosing on that deck. I mean but on the other note when it's 90 out there, it's hard to stay out there. I mean oh my god, it's like 120. Oh, you need a couple mojitos just to, uh, just to, just to numb yourself so you're not getting burnt all day.
0: Have you guys ever had that sneak up on you like that? Like you're outside, you're not thinking, and then you come inside and you realize, I just toasted myself. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I've yeah. done that in Puerto Rico a few times. Let's go to the beach times. and then and then you forget. <laughs> I've done that in Puerto, Puerto Rico a few lotion. times. I did a one horror show of a, of a situation, and uh, I, it was me and my wife. We uh, we we're on the beach in Puerto Rico and we were you know we were drinking, and we got a little tired we were staying up all night and we got a little tired and we didn't think it was too big of a deal to take a nap on the beach and that nap turned into about an hour and a half of sleep time Ooh. and I was hurting my friend. <laughs> oh my god, I usually I never really
0: falling asleep on the beach is so freaking dangerous. Well,
2: especially in Puerto Rico the mm-hmm. the sun down there is relentless. My father-in-law has to wear long sleeve shirts and a hat when he's walking around there because it's just, you get fried. Mm. Even if you're in the water. Mm -hmm. I mean, the water magnifies the the sun a hundred times, and it's like, forget about just, yeah, you're staying cool, but at the same time, you're getting roasted. And oh my God, I mean, like, that's the one and only mistake that I've ever made. I fell asleep on the beach, and uh, we woke up. I couldn't sleep on my back for probably six days, six or seven days. Yeah, I was my wife was in pain. I was rubbing aloe on her all day, all night, which wasn't bad for me, but I mean, <laughs> um but for me, oh my god, it was it was so bad. I mean, I I was it was something that I probably I'll never do again. Yeah. I I underestimated that <laughs> all day.
0: Has that ever happened to you, Dave?
3: Yeah, I I've, I've been burnt. <laughs>
0: yeah, but, but I've not been prepared for it. Like I was outside, you know, and I didn't think I didn't think about the sun, or it was overcast. Or something. that's another thing: people go outside, it's overcast, and they're like, oh, "I don't need sunscreen today." ultraviolet light doesn't
3: care about those clouds. You, know, you can yeah. you can tan on a on a cloudy day. That's perfectly perfectly fine.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You can. That is a possibility. Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm what I'm getting. You can from, tan in the cold. What I'm getting from the the lack of specifics Winter. about anything yeah. is that any time that that's happened to you has just been fried out of your brain.
3: I mean, I've gone to the beach before and forgotten sun lotion. You know, I've done that. I've been out all day and, you know, working on my car mm-hmm. and just doing that. And then you're like, crap, now I got a sunburn on the back of my neck. Now See, you're that's roasted. what I'm talking yeah. about.
0: You're doing something. You're not thinking I need sunscreen. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking this is, you know, a pipe event in May. I don't need, I, sunscreen never entered my mind. Right? Mm. And apparently it was one of those things maybe I should have even had for other people, mm-hmm. you know.
2: But it's okay. Yeah. The event went well. Did yes, it not?
0: It did. It went very well. Mr. Stokeby and was happy. Stokeby was happy. And he told me it was the first outdoor pipe show he'd ever done in his life. Really?
3: Yeah. Yeah, he first. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Been,
0: he'd never seen or heard of it being done before. Well. And I'm like, oh, I, I guess we did another first without even trying. I that's mean, it, it was like. You know, but uh, it was the first event where all of the you know purchasing of everything happened out on the deck. Nothing happened down in the retail section, and that part went very smooth. Yeah, as well. Very nice. But good grief! So it was. It was a good time. But next year, I've I've got already got some things on the list of things that I can't forget about.
2: You know, I'd like to say, Mm -hmm. I came in. Uh, yesterday when I worked yesterday, and I saw the pipes, the remaining pipes that mm-hmm. we that didn't sell, on the table uh, downstairs in retail. Mister Stokerby does incredible designs on his pipes. His pipes, and don't get me wrong, I mean all the other pipes that are out there. I mean I'm smoking my Peterson now, which I mm-hmm. absolutely love. I have a few, uh, quite a few Savinellis, which I love those. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean Eric Stokerby's pipes are second to none i mean with design they are so different but yeah. so beautiful at the mm-hmm. same time i mean i have a fourth gen church warden and it's mm-hmm. so it's such a simple design but it's so beautiful to the eye and it's yeah. so beautiful when you hold it and it's just it's wonderful he makes unbelievable pipes
0: and you know i don't think any of us are smoking a, a, a fourth gen. A, the closest we're getting is dave who has a door <laughs> in <laughs> the mornings the, yeah. the there I know. But all, all my fourth gens are resting because I smoked the crap out of them on Saturday.
2: I left one. Uh, <clears throat> I left I left my, unfortunately, I I wasn't aware that we were doing all pipes today. I thought we were going to be doing uh, all cigars, but uh, uh, joke's on me. And I left my church warden at home, mm. unfortunately. Mm. But we'll have to bring it later.
0: We can do that. Yeah. We can do that. But he does make great pipes. He does. Oh, my yeah. God. Um, Now, Pat, you had a very different experience. You were gone and at a at the police week convention down in D.C. All right. Yeah. What's, what was up with that?
1: Um. Yeah, that's why I don't have a pipe today because I didn't bring one on the plane. So I, I came literally right from the airport. He came mm-hmm. unprepared. Yeah, unprepared. Well, he came right <laughs> from the plane, yes. <laughs>
2: So I'm just busting him. That yeah, means so, you have to go downstairs and buy a pipe. That's right.
3: I've done yep, I've
1: that, yeah. I feel, I feel like you only have one <laughs> spare life, and I already took it, so... Um, so yeah, p- uh, police week really is, uh, the leak reading, uh, leading up the to leak. what, <laughs> yes, I, I'm totally any leaks? the week leading up to the actual week for police week is like a lot of the events they put on. So, you know, we, we go down every year and it's, it's a weekend thing. So, you know, I go with the, um, the NHPA. So, you know, they, they send some officers down there. A lot of uh, the MPPA since Manchester officers over there. So mm-hmm. But yeah just over the like, over the country, like police will go to d c that week to kind of you know acknowledge the fallen officers that have been on the police memorial and then the ones obviously get read off that are being added to that wall in this right. year, which this year, my dad can correct me I believe there was five hundred and thirty six names five thirty three 556 so there was 556 officers that were killing the line of duty that being oh. put on the wall from this year that's mm. too i think many. A, a lot of names not a lot but like you know a, a good portion of them were people from 9-11 because again like if you sometimes it takes time for you to kind of get the you know the, the causation of as the y song passed away and I, I guess a lot of officers who we're part of nine eleven um yeah. had passed away recently from mm-hmm. some form of cancer yeah and um all
2: the respiratory I know. Uh, problems
1: we had two names put on from manchester this year which i wish i had the I, I memorized my dad's um information on those but one of them was from um what, 1918 and he was actually the first mobilized um officer i think in the country right so he was in Manchester or the country. I thought I read country. <clears throat> so in Manchester, so he was the first officer that was on a horse. But more basically, what we do is, you go, you know, like we do like the union. We have a you know a dinner of like the membership that go, and then the officers that are elected to go. Okay. The next day is the candlelight vigil. So you go to the um. That courtyard behind the the um, the Capitol, and they read off every single name being put on the wall from state. And then everyone gets a candle, obviously, and <clears throat> one person on the stage will have one flame, and they light one candle, and then that, that person passes their candle, so, like, the flame ends up going from the stage, and it spreads all the way to the back, and there's hundreds and hundreds of people, I would say thousands of people go to that. Um, and then the next day, we do a, um, we'll go to the police memorial, and then we put little New Hampshire um pins next to the names of the officers, I believe there's 43 Um, New Hampshire officers on the wall. Um, So, you know, it's just a nice thing to do, and it's really impactful because you just kind of look at that wall, and, you you know, you see a lot of the families there that, you know, that have had people killed in the line of duty in past years, and then obviously the families, the surviving families that are there for the officers being put on this year. So it's it's Mm -hmm. definitely a really moving experience to see that, and, you know, you get to see all the officers come together and, on top of you i mean you're in dc as well so there's a lot of other things like you know we went to arlington and walked that but yeah so that, that's really what police week is it's just kind of honoring the fallen just acknowledging who's being put on this year and
0: yeah. were, were there any kind of
1: counter police crap going on during that shockingly no my dad and i were talking about that um you know i'm sure I didn't get to go a couple of years ago because of COVID and everything, but I'm sure there's times you have that. But it seems. I think a a lot of people, I I think the media kind of sway. A lot of people, I believe, are pro police. You know, Mm -hmm. I think when when people who shouldn't be police officers do something wrong, I think people kind of come out and they'll, you know, voice their opinion. But I, I think the majority of people, you know, not looking at what the media says, but I, most people I think are pro police, and I I saw no protesting there, and it was, it was it was a good time. I think uh, the the police were very respected when I went this year. So in the other two years I've went, they've also been very respected. So
0: awesome, that's cool. Hell yeah. Um, have either of you tried the um uh, American Prairie with the pipe tobacco? No. I think it goes really well together. I
2: think it does. It bring it brings out more of a spice note in there with the tobacco. A little bit more earth. I'm uh, getting a little bit more floral on it. The sweetness is definitely uh, played a back note. It's definitely in the in the, it's there but it's definitely in the background. It's kind of lingering a little bit. Maybe I'm a little bit on the finish but I mean when you I was smoking this a little earlier today in the morning and the sweet note was really present
0: mm-hmm.
2: with the prairie. It's not it's yeah. it's there but it's not there you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's it's dude yeah yes it's very much but um i don't know i don't I, I think i think for me i think the whiskey or the bourbon i think the i think the bourbon is is kind of hiding some of the interesting complexities that this tobacco has that for me when i was smoking it earlier it was it was complex you can it was very present that you can pick out each of the tasting notes Mm -hmm. the sweetness the floral the woody the everything a little bit of spice in the back end this one's now with the with the prairie it's spice forward it's kind of drying out my mouth a little bit it's kind of playing it's playing games with me danny and i don't like it i don't like it i it's i'm not liking it Mm -hmm. i'm not liking the pairing i'm sorry
0: what do you think dave
2: i
3: actually like the pairing um because it, it, it is subduing the sweetness of the tobacco, like Nick said, but I'm actually not a big fan of the sweetness of the tobacco. Like, I like the spice a lot more. To me, the, the tobacco taste. I don't know why, but I keep getting a black, it tastes like black licorice to me, and I hate black licorice. You know? That's mm-hmm. all I can think about is, like, black licorice with nuts. And it's just, uh, Black licorice with nuts. Yeah, with, like, hazelnuts. I'm just uh, you know, not a fan. Hmm. Not a pain. So I am, uh, but with the drink It's like the orientals come forward The spices come forward mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay, I can get down with this With mm-hmm. the drink, the pairing is wonderful I actually like the tobacco yep. uh, And it, it kind of saved it for me
0: Okay yeah. Alright, so one side and the other here mm-hmm. With this whole thing Now, ironically <clears throat> Next week We have another event out on the deck
2: What is it, Danny?
0: We have the, um HVC Pancake Brunch Ooh. with Rainier Lorenzo, <laughs> who is the owner, founder, president of uh, HVC Cigars. And uh, that's Saturday, the 20th at 11 o'clock. That event's pretty much sold out. It is it's 100% it's, sold it's out. It's sold out. So Awesome. there's, you know, and I'm, I knew it was going to. I told you it was going to. So if you didn't get your tickets, tough. You should have. You should have listened to me. You
2: know what else is open though, that anybody that's listening or watching can uh, can go for, is the your Rocky hot event. Tub? Well, no, I don't have a hot tub. Oh, I don't, okay. No, I, don't, I don't have a hot tub. I have. I'm helping my father. I'm yeah. I'm helping my father-in-law build a huge chicken coop. I mean, the thing how has how many <laughs> chicken coops? Chicken are you, coop Is your
0: family gonna build?
2: I'm hoping this is the last one. I mean, we the first one. It was me. It's the Playboy Mansion. Me, my. It, it would be definitely the Playboy Mansion <laughs> of chicken coops. I mean, some of the chicken coops that I've that my wife had me watch. That I mean, they're upwards you, of a hundred thousand dollars. Chicken coops. Well, there's a there's a there's a YouTube channel.
0: There's a YouTube channel for chicken, chicken coops. A
2: hundred percent, and this chicken. guy, I what mean, the they're heck? amazing. What the? They're clock? amazing chicken coops, <laughs> and they're like they're expensive. I mean, they're like you might as well build the house because they're just that expensive but they you know the ones online they just they got everything so my father-in-law always loves a challenge Uh and he's like i can do this so (laughs) my wife's like you're gonna do this so we're gonna we've been doing it so why
0: is it that when she tells her dad she can do it what she no, means is, is you're gonna, you're gonna do, do it. it with nick yeah we're, <laughs> gonna, do it, we're is, gonna do it together what uh, yeah, i mean she's actually gonna be out there building the coop i don't see that at all she i see sitting sipping tea or gin and tonic or rum and tonic or something and making you work that's usually, what i see
2: so she's usually the foreman so mm-hmm. She's usually <laughs> right. so she's usually right. not, not yeah. that way, that way. I so she's right. usually an inch
0: directing to the left Nick to the left.
2: Yeah. She has you know she has tie down the wire first. You know, she she usually <laughs> directs us on how, you know, what things should look like and mm-hmm. and everything and what the chickens are going to like and maybe they're not gonna like or maybe you know, some ideas that she can throw into the mix, like, you know, hey, you How know, where well
0: does she know what chickens like and don't like?
2: Well, we've owned chickens for the last five, six years. So mm-hmm. right. She's done extensive research on what whisperer. chicken. She definitely could be a chicken <laughs> whisperer. But um, oh, she's she's definitely in the know. I mean, she's. I mean, between Pinterest and Facebook mm-hmm. and YouTube and internet access, I mean, she's practically an expert at this.
0: So, point. just how extravagant, is oh. chicken coop, going to be? Well, <laughs> I'll tell you right now. I'll tell
3: you exactly what it is. So, <laughs> oh.
2: God, I don't know the measurements. Oh. so the 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 floor plan is like. 20 by 30 and then right now they erected the walls the walls are 10 feet high without the pitch so everything with the pitch is probably going to reach maybe 15 feet jeez, something like that i mean like chicken you can can fit you can fit a family of four in this coop by the time my father-in-law is done building it like i mean and and i love my father-in-law i mean he i mean when it needs to be done he over engineers everything i mean it's absolutely crazy i mean you're gonna be able to to jump in there and in, in, in a case of a storm or something i, I mean it, it's gonna be unbelievable i mean he's it's, it's got windows it's got a door it's got everything i mean it's probably gonna have a bathroom and we're probably gonna have to run water to this thing later on but um yeah i mean it this thing is just huge it's a hundred times bigger than what we built before so it's, it's crazy
3: hey, Nick why did the chicken cross the road
2: to get into the coop that my father-in-law built I'll tell you that <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> I would cross the road for that I mean they're not going to want to come out of there that's how good it's going to be it's crazy
0: so how many local yokels are you going to have in this uh, chicken coop?
2: <laughs> as of right now we're going to be having we're going to have 34. But-
0: 34 chickens
2: Yeah, that's not that much. much. No, that's not. I mean, my wife. I mean, about two weeks ago. That's like
3: a full-time job.
2: uh, Yeah, I mean, like we have right now that are outside because we have. So we have eleven outside. We have thirty
0: inside chickens. Thirty
2: something inside.
0: You have inside chickens.
2: We do because you have to nurse them into adolescence, so you can bring them outside. Because they can't survive without heat. So, and lately the heat has been kind of, kind of weird outside, especially at night. Drops to about 50, 40 45.
0: So you come home, you walk inside, mm-hmm. and you open the door, and there are the chickens. Yes. How do they survive with Zeus?
2: Zeus doesn't do anything to them. Zeus. Zeus loves the chickens.
0: Tell people who Zeus is.
2: Zeus is my 110-pound Rottweiler. He is. A, and Zeus a teddy bear. don't
0: eat the chickens. No, he Why does not. Why do I not believe that Zeus don't eat the chickens?
2: So he doesn't eat the chickens, but also we tried him at one point to protect the chickens mm-hmm. because we have hawks and we have coyotes, really big coyotes, and we have foxes and stuff like that. So
0: because one, you have chickens.
2: Well, because we live in the woods. So if I mean,
0: you start taking care of chickens. All yeah. the predators in the earth start to come over to your house.
2: Eventually, yes. Yeah. yeah. So we tried Zeus one time and Zeus does not he kinda failed on that objective. He
0: was not a protector of the chickens. Well, he just kinda <laughs> he sat was, and watched. Are you saying <laughs> <laughs> he just observed <laughs> he, cool. he was a great Stupid
3: observer. Chicken. Are, you saying, <laughs>
0: are you saying he was are you saying he was chicken?
1: If,
2: I don't know if he was chicken. He's a, he's a pretty ferocious dog when it comes to it. But I mean, mm. you know, when the pedals to the metal, he's there, and I've seen him. Yeah, but I've seen him the, in action. But screw the chickens. I, I don't know if he watched <laughs> yep. watched it for amusement. But I mean, uh, good thing that I caught it and we, we handled the situation. There was a time but...
0: that Mandy and I, when we used to live in Ipswich, we had some chickens, and like you said, like I said, I wasn't joking. When you have chickens, yeah, they everything, come. Everything everything comes. And and I remember a, a hawk coming down, and um, I can't remember what the actual name was, but they, they call them chicken hawks because they come for chickens.
2: Usually, it's usually it's the ones that are it's a red tail. Or something. Yeah, I was going to say it's usually tail. it's the red tails that it's red tail. that are circling my uh, my God on a good summer yeah. day. I mean a clear yep. a clear sky. There's usually four in the sky
0: I heard, circling my property. It's I heard crazy. a huge whoosh one day. And I went outside and looked, and there was a red tailed hawk, chicken, a chicken hawk. Yep. And it got one, and its wings were spread, and its wingspan had to be five or six feet across. Well, the ones they are, were, yeah. It was huge. Yep. And uh, I was, I was amazed at how big this bird was. Yeah. And that, uh, I'm like, well, you know, it's it, whatever you want. It's yours. It's yours now. Basically, and when yeah. that Bird took off. Whoosh. I mean it was it was amazing the sound it made when it took off. Oh yeah. It was that was crazy.
2: Oh, you should have seen it when we had turkeys. The, turkeys. So we had so we had white-breasted turkeys. You had what turkeys? We had white-breasted turkeys. White-breasted? So white-breasted turkeys when you buy them, they're meant for those are the Thanksgiving turkeys.
0: All turkeys it's all white breast. It's all white meat.
2: Well, that's what they're called. They're not <laughs> Not all of them are called white-breasted turkeys. They just, they have white breast when you, you know, when you do your thing. You can cut it open. But, I mean, these ones, so these are the ones that are all white. These are the ones that you would go to uh, a turkey farm to buy Thanksgiving dinner, right? Okay. So we had four of them. And, I mean, the the hawk thought maybe it was a smaller one when he came down you can see i saw it in the video he thought tw- he thought twice and the thing was bigger than him but we had 50 pound turkeys though
0: 50 pounds
2: yeah these things so our the when we had the males the males were 50 when we weighed them um when we processed them when we weighed them they were 50 pounds they were big i mean they were i mean they would eat everything inside it was it was a good time
0: what do you feed these things
2: Food. Uh, food, feeder, fu- you know, feeder food. You can go to tractor supply. Most of the time, we'll go to tractor supply. Or we'll go to Dodge Grain.
0: You feed them leftovers.
2: No, um, it depends. No, we, you you really shouldn't. Chicken. Be, well, they'll Chicken, do that. Chickens eat chickens
0: chickens,
2: chickens, chickens, and turkeys will eat anything, mm-hmm. including chickens and including eggs too. Mm-hmm. So if you leave the eggs, and what we found out too, if you leave the eggs out there for too long, they'll start eating the eggs, mm-hmm. which. You, They'll, I guess it's kind of healthy for them, but I mean, we're getting about dozen. We're getting I about, made
0: this. I think I'll eat it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: They'll, they right now, right now with the chickens that are outside, they're producing about eight eggs a day.
0: All of them together. Yeah. Not, not each chicken. Well, yeah. Each chicken's not producing <laughs> eight eggs a day. No, because that, that so would, painful. I'm pretty
2: sure that one of those chickens, if it was producing eight eggs a day, it'd probably die after a week. Yeah. That's all. That's crazy. Yeah, but yeah, right now that we have outside, they're producing about eight. When we have everybody incorporated, mm-hmm. sometime next year, um, they'll we'll probably get about two dozen a day. We're estimating. Wow, that's which is gonna
0: save you like a thousand dollars a month.
2: Yeah, especially the eggs prices right now.
0: Yeah. All right. So what's what's our? Are you okay? Mm,
2: I'm perfect. Okay.
0: What's our final thought here on the uh, resolution here?
2: Well, my resolution is, uh, tobacco's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's made by, it's made by Stokeby. I mean, I've had a lot of his stuff and I mean, it's very complex. Some of the stuff is mm-hmm. complex. Some of the stuff is just, you know, straightforward Virginia Pareek, Um, but I mean, tobacco is really good. The drink on its own is really good mm-hmm. together. I wouldn't do it. Um, Again, I think the bourbon is just hiding a lot of that complexity and that beautiful flavor that I had earlier. It's just, it's, it's a no for me. Okay. Separately, yes. Together, I would, I would have to pass on it. Mm.
0: Dave,
3: I'm not a big fan of the tobacco. I am a big fan of the drink. Together, the pairing is like actually making the pipe tobacco for me smokable. Um, but yeah,
2: that's about it. Mm. Pat, what do you think? <laughs> Well, where you're under <laughs> uh,
1: Well, <clears throat> I'll say the room note's good from the pipes before I lit up. Mm. But, um, yeah, I'm smoking the under Maduro, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pat's, Pat's <laughs> so <yeah>. Thanks, Pat. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, No, the, the High West, it, it, it pairs really well with a really rich tobacco, which, you know, I kind of came in late, so I wasn't, I'm not too sure what you guys are smoking, but it's like i think like if you had like you know Dark bird's eye you know mm-hmm. i think that would go really well with the high mm-hmm. west i yeah. think it's more of like your fuller bodied darker richer maduro cigars that i found the high west pairs best with which so from my experience in the underground really good pairing you know right kind of race wrapper with and then you have like the uh, copper and kings Brandy cast that we our the only barrel that does that that's in that barrel is our um 724 lounge select so it, it's good like it's just you know So that's probably why you guys are kind of like iffy with the drink. I think it's if it's more of a mild, like sweeter Mm. kind of um, tobacco. I don't think it goes that well with it. But if it's something that's just really dark and rich, I I found that it goes very well with it.
0: Mm. Well, we're gonna switch right now to the next thing, and that is the uh, Night Slice, A.K.A. Nightshade.
2: I don't know why I keep saying that.
0: I don't know why either.
2: But it sounds cool.
0: It it does sound cool, but it is not the name of the tobacco. I don't want to confuse what, people. He should have named that. I don't want to confuse people.
2: Well, you you come over. You guys come down to Twins. You come see me, and you say Nightshade. I'll know exactly what you guys are talking about. All
0: right. So Night Slice <laughs> is a hand-spun blend of old belt mature Virginias dark, fire-cured Kentucky leaf, and spun within is black Cavendish to balance the smoking pleasure. Night Slice is a robust smoking experience with a slight sweetness to it. So, Ooh. if this is... If what Pat said is true, this pairing is probably going to go much better with the Night Slice than it did with the uh, uh, Resolution, which I think we... you know Well, they've for some reason picks picks black licorice out of it um so he didn't care for it that much i i think that the back was great um but let's light this up and um
2: what are you smoking it out of there danny i see uh we are mirroring each mm-hmm. other in pipes
0: mm-hmm. this is a uh <coughs> just let me catch my breath <laughs> this is a uh unfinished pipe Ooh, yeah uh, i've had it for several years now so it doesn't look unfinished anymore um with these unfinished pipes uh, <laughs> eventually the, the oils from the tobaccos your hands um all kind of patina the pipe and it, it, you turn into this um it's one of my favorite pipes i got this pipe i remember when you got I that pipe I didn't want to have a real expensive pipe around the shop because, you know, it was going to get put down. It might get dropped. Uh It uh, it was probably going to get dinged. So I didn't want to have a real expensive pipe around the shop. But as it started to patina and because it smoked so well, it became one of my favorite pipes. And I started leaving it at home because it was one of my favorite pipes. I didn't want it smoking all, Mm -hmm. all the time because I wanted to be able to enjoy it and um uh and you also have a 320 i do i have the camo camo yeah 320
2: i have a camo 320 and i i just love 320s Mm. i have a few 320s um i don't know why just having that (laughs) short stem and having a big bowl and i love big bowls Mm. and i cannot lie um i just love it you could just throw a just a bunch of tobacco in there and if i'm smoking happen to smoke a, a ribbon cut i mean you can throw practically half the can in there <laughs> i mean it's beautiful it's just something that i just love about it yep. it just the the hand feel just mm-hmm. so it feels so natural in your hand and i mm-hmm. i don't have overly big hands but i have you know above average hands um uh, hand size so for me it fits right in my hand and I, I just love it
1: you're just used to holding something short and fat
2: that's true That's very true.
1: At least there's something that's above
0: average.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, what kind of Dave? What kind of things are you picking up from the Night Slice? Is it the first time you're smoking this? Yep. Now it's funny because I I got two bags of this, thinking that for some reason that uh, it was a two pound bag that you were getting. It turned out that they were one pound bags. So. by the time we made some bags for the show and then had some for people to smoke and then with what people bought mm. there wasn't enough left for me to send stuff right over to Hookson. so i'm already mm. having i'm that's all that's left i'm already i'm already having to order more stuff and it's it's been 48 hours so yes. this, people have really enjoyed this stuff um but what so what's your what's your first take on this i'm
3: having a hard time Picking it, anything out because I, my mouth has been ghosted by that god awful <laughs> black licorice stuff. Whatever. Oh boy. There
0: was no black licorice in it. There was oh no boy. anise. There was no, no. There was no nothing.
2: Well, Danny, we'll start with you. What do you What do you think of this? Because I've smoked this.
0: Mm-hmm. I
2: smoked this a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. I think I was on Friday, uh, right before the event. I know you guys had it out, and I snuck a little bit of it, Mm -hmm. and I enjoyed it. We had a conversation Mm -hmm. because one of my other favorite tobaccos that Mr. Stokerby makes is the 4th Gen Kentucky Fire Cured Rope Cut.
0: Yeah, the Petey Kentucky. The Petey Kentucky, which is Mm -hmm. one of my- One of his first small batches, yep.
2: I mean, it's absolutely one of my favorites. You get so much flavor Mm -hmm. out of there. Um, And we were having a discussion a couple days ago saying that it might be something like that Maybe yep. tweaked.
0: Yep. What do you yep.
2: think? Do you still do you still hold steady on that? Do you I, think it's different I'm now? Still, that smoking I'm still
0: it? holding steady. It it is it is a very similar uh blend and it's a very it's virtually the same kind of cut. Yeah. As as what the the Petey Kentucky was. Mm-hmm. And that was a very popular uh small batch of his. Mm-hmm. Um I get a lot of earth. I get the the dark-fired Kentucky is very forward in this. Yes, it is. Yeah, and um, you know the the uh, uh, the other uh, Virginias that are in there, Mm -hmm. and um, uh, the you can you can taste a a little bit of the black Cavendish. There there is a little bit of sweetness to this, but it's mostly earthy, dark, uh, like almost like some dark coffee notes to it there's a little bit yeah just a little bit just a little bit just a little bit um but that smoky you know charred oak earthy kind of flavors to it that's what i'm picking up and i I like i I really enjoy it
2: i like all that and then right at the end you kind of get some subtle sweetness Mm -hmm. there which is really pleasant it really kind of brings everything full circle Mm
0: -hmm.
2: it's complex it's got the smoky aspect you got the earth you got some chariness to it Mm -hmm. and then right after all that you got a little bit of sweetness kind of playing a a, a little tap dance note on your tongue there i like it and i'm very pleased with this uh with this bourbon now i Mm. think the bourbon is bringing out a little bit more a little bit more characteristic uh for the tobacco yeah yeah
0: yeah i think this goes much better with this Mm.
2: for sure Mm -hmm. for sure
0: i think it was a little too strong for the other one Mm -hmm. um but i think it's just right yeah for this one it holds up and it's doing a a very similar thing it's bringing out those earthy flavors it's emphasizing the smokiness Mm -hmm. of the of the uh kentucky fire fire cured tobacco Mm. so i think it's bringing out a lot more of what makes this tobacco special yeah
2: it's amplifying that uh that smoky note in there Mm -hmm. it's very nice very pleasant
0: so let's get back to this chicken coop oh boy that you're you're all talking about the coopness the coopness so how long has this project with your father-in-law been going on
2: the last two days
0: the last two days yeah And, and where is this project taking place
2: in my backyard
0: in your backyard. Yes. So your father-in-law is building a 20 by 30, 15-foot-tall coop in your backyard.
2: Yeah. I don't have any pictures of it uh, at the where moment. Where
0: you're going to be keeping 34, 35 chickens. Probably more. In addition to what you have. Oh, and yeah. You already have a huge chicken coop with, like, a television and, <laughs> and and like, little... You've you got, you got little things for them to do in there, little yeah toys so we have i mean hammocks it's they have no the life already
2: no hammocks i mean if there's a hammock in there it's for me or for my wife but, but that's, that's it. the
0: thing you could lay in there and 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 have plenty of room
2: you can yeah <clears throat> um and
0: we were joking about them getting cable
2: that was a joke but i'm i'm pretty sure if it was if if everything was i mean if it was my wife that was building it, she would definitely have. I mean, a seating area where you can watch the chickens. You would have a television in there. You would have a, a wood stove in there. I mean, the list goes on and on. We're gonna but
1: do a podcast in this thing.
2: It's big enough where we could probably all sit in it.
0: I wonder if we should tell Cigar Coop about it. We could. <laughs>
3: we could. My God, he will have to.
0: It do would be it. perfect. Poop from the coop. Coop from the <laughs> coop. <laughs> oh my god! for the poop. Yeah. Mm. So
2: I mean, it could get dirty. Look, it's 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 gonna be big enough to house because you only need I think you only need two square feet for per chicken, if I'm not if I'm not uh, if I'm not uh, mistaken. <laughs> so with something that big, that structure that we're building, I mean, I'll show you guys after. I have yeah. a video of of us putting the walls up but um with something that big i mean probably by the end of the year if not sooner we'll probably have maybe 40 50 chickens and not including my wife is really 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 wanting peacocks so i mean Peacocks. Yeah, she wants peacocks. I mean, probably once a week she's sending me a post where people Can't
0: you get to the when does it get to the point where you just cry foul?
2: <laughs> probably when she wants cows. I mean like
0: we went to so check it
2: out on Saturday, right? We took a break and we went to um her cousin's
0: <laughs> Pat, you can smile. That was actually funny. That was that, that was... was a funny line. You can <laughs> smile. There's a lot you can of dad smile pats. <laughs> Your dad's right there. Yes.
2: Yeah, he was true. smiling.
1: Because? You can smile. You can smile, Pat. Even though you're smoking. He's yeah. tired. You, he just got off a, a plane. A Google search for chicken jokes on your laptop? No, man. you do not. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so we went, we took a break on Saturday and we went to uh, L <laughs> P break,
1: break. We an
3: egg. <laughs> We took Yeah, exactly.
2: Uh, so we went, we we took a break and they had <laughs> Oh man. They had a petting uh, with my you wife's cousin break a few eggs. My wife's yeah. my wife's cousin's uh, twin sons had a had a birthday party, and I mean, like, mm-hmm. they had everything there. They had a bouncy house. They had a petting zoo. I mean, they had...
0: And you supplied the chickens. I
2: didn't supply any chickens. The, my chickens are not for renting off. They just stay at the house, and they provide <laughs> eggs. You want eggs? I can give you some eggs. But anyways, they had...
0: Are your chickens pets?
2: Or are they food? That is... Um, Do you name your chickens? My wife has named most of the
0: chickens. So like, you know, when you're eating some night do you go this tastes like Bob.
2: No, no, no. No, we still get our chickens from, from the store. <laughs> we don't we we haven't got that far. With the eggs, yes, we we grabbed the eggs. Mm-hmm. But anyways, we went to this birthday party and they had these goats there. And I'm like, Oh my Goalsh. god, they had they had little goats they had little baby goats Mm -hmm. and i'm like if my wife because i went without my wife and i was just me and my father-in-law and i'm like if my wife was here there would be a couple goats missing i guarantee it i guarantee it because it's going to be what's probably going to come first is the peacocks we're definitely going to more than likely get peacocks at some point in time after that it's probably going to be goats And then after that, it's probably going to be alpacas or cows.
0: Legal to have peacocks?
2: 100%. I don't know. Is it, Uh, it Mr. Chamberlain?
0: Is it legal to have peacocks? He doesn't have any idea. Peacocks are they going to be like an emotional support animal or something?
2: They probably for my wife. They probably will be, and you'll see her on the plane. Yeah. Well, my neighbor has (laughs) six alpacas. I swear to God, he has six alpacas.
0: So alpacas, I know about, but I mean, it, it, you don't see many people, even in the live free or die state of New Hampshire, that have peacocks.
1: Well,
2: if you go online, I mean, people got peacocks. I mean, my wife sends me something every week on. Does people? Why do you get something cool selling like? Them like or
3: Wolverines it... or pangolins or pangolins? What's a pangolin?
0: What is a pangolin? Am I pronouncing it right? Pen- penguin.
3: No, no. How are penguins gonna live penguin. up here?
0: I don't know. That's what I'm. Th- I'm trying to think of what. A, what is a penguin? It's the
3: only scaled mammal. Scaled that, mammal. That, that, yeah.
0: That,
3: like, uh, Armadillo? No, it's a pangolin. It looks. It, it's like a plated, freaking cool. like thing. A plated freaking yeah, thing. Plated thing. They're like a, It's basically like a. It's almost. They're, they're. They're pretty much. They're pretty cool. They're like an armored mini. <laughs> Oh, Blizzard dragon thing, yeah. Pengeling.
0: <laughs> Pat, have you ever heard of a What What is a pengeling? Are there laws against having pengelings? You're the lawyer. Ugh. Uh, what's the pengeling? I,
1: I don't even know what to say right now.
0: <laughs> I think you're thinking you're getting confused with your Batman comics. Oh my lord! Just because they're coming out with the Penguin TV show. And that only holds if the writer strike doesn't actually, you know, be right in process. I know. Hey,
3: can you can you see that? What is it called?
0: The only?
2: A pangolin?
1: It looks like an armadillo. Pangolin.
2: It looks like an armadillo. That is not. It's, it's obviously not named the armadillo, but it, it definitely looks like,
1: looks like if one. an anteater and an armadillo like combined in a one. Look at that. They that had a baby. Awesome, that's
2: what it looks like. <clears throat> you should put that online so everybody can see what that looks like. <laughs> So, anyways.
1: So I have a funny story. Whenever you're done, you have I have a funny, have have a funny, funny story. experience from D.C. That.
2: So, anyways, that that would be the order. Does this have anything peacocks? to do with chickens? Probably.
1: Uh, I mean, in a way, yeah. Consumption yeah. of chickens. The consumption of chickens.
2: Go get it, Pat. Go get it, kid. I want to hear the story.
1: Right. So, we went. So, day one of us going there, the uh, NHPA, you know, we do a dinner with, you know, people from New Hampshire that go. Mm-hmm. And... I forget the name of the restaurant. It it was a Brazilian steakhouse, um, in downtown DC, and I've never been to one of these places before. So I just made the. Usually we go to the District Chop House usually, um. So I thought it was gonna be like I looked it up and it was a steakhouse, and I'm like, oh, I you know like a you know rib eyes like a hundred bucks there. I'm like, it's gonna it's a high end steakhouse or whatever. So I'm like, cool. But I see this thing and I forget what it's called, but it's like. 79 a person and it was just like it just listed a bunch of stuff under it like different mm-hmm. food and everything i'm like the hell is that so we end up going into this thing and we get <laughs> ushered to this big area and there's people running around everywhere like servers and everything i'm like what the hell so we sit down and this guy comes and you know really professional dude but i, I didn't really understand what he was saying he had a really thick accent so he's just kind of like did he sound like a chicken he just he was going quick he was like oh here. You, you get food you know salad bars yeah. he's like all right so all i knew is you go to the salad bar to start and then mm-hmm. you can all you can eat salad bar kind of thing mm-hmm. and then he's like after that you get food da-da-da. and there's menus on the table so i'm like all right you get salad and then you order food cool so i get up and i go to the salad bar and it was just like and like I, I endless food you know like there was smoked salmon there was like this calmerized big. it's it, anything you could think of was at the salad bar like, i don't even know why you would order food at this point so i load up this this big salad because i'm like oh, i you know eat this thing i have like a half hour or whatever till food if it's you know it's high in place i'm assuming so like the portions will come out accordingly so i sit down with this big plate of salad and smoked salmon and all the stuff on it you know and then we have like these little discs on the table and i thought it was just like a little coaster you know it was like this like little it was like red, and it says "no thank you" on it. I thought it was just like some kind of yeah. branding for something. Ah, uh, no, no, I, I know. There's, a, there's a reason. You want food or not? Right. Yeah, Do you want so, the meat or not? So I, I use this thing on the coaster. <laughs> so finally, like this, this little bell goes off, and like this, these, you know, the kitchen door swings open. Just these people wearing like um, like kilts and everything, with, like these big things of meat hanging off sticks and everything, and they have knives, and sure they're running out. And I'm like, what the hell is going on right now? And I'm like trying to find a menu on the table and everything. And the next thing I know, like this, like I just feel a presence to my right. And I look and it was like this <laughs> big, this big guy in a kill with this big thing. And he's like, sausage, you want sausage? And I'm like, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> he slams it down and just takes it. You want more? I'm like, uh, uh, you Sure. Yeah, I I didn't know what to say. I, I didn't want to say no. I'm like, yeah, sure. So, so you then, took so somebody guy, else's next, meat, uh, huh? No, no. So then that guy leaves, and next thing you know, to your left, you have a guy, prime rib. I'm like, oh, yes. I'm like, sure. And, they're like, and I'm like, well, what do I do? And the guy has a knife. He's like, you know, swinging this meat at me, hanging off this big thing. And I'm <laughs> nice. like, oh. he's like, tong, tong. And I you take want the, some of my meat? So there's like these yeah. tongs you have to pick up and grab it, and they finish the cut, and you put it on. And I'm like, what the hell is going on right now? So I start trying to eat. And these people keep coming and coming. So then finally I see that, like, that my thing was green. Like, I, I saw, like, people yeah. flip their thing green. In green. Green means mm-hmm. and you I'm want like, it. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, oh, so that's what this thing is. And I'm like, it's yeah. so like, I look over at my brother and I'm like, so we don't order food, do we? Like this, this is it. That's how it comes. You man. know,
2: you know, it was his first experience taking somebody else's meat, you know, well, I don't so know. Sometimes, what do. sometimes, you know, <laughs> so finally, you like, get flustered eating. and you get overwhelmed. And then these people you know,
1: keep coming and they're, they're not even asking you if you want, they're, they're telling you if like, the this greens is what up, you're, getting. you're getting. it. If the so greens up you're getting it finally like my my salad is inexistent at this point like mm-hmm. it's just meat you know like meat on my <laughs> plate All meat. salad so finally yeah, at this know. point i'm like I need to. <laughs> so I, I flip my thing to red yeah and i'm like you know screw this like you know so now, people they didn't give a shit what your thing said they they, they didn't care what if it was green red Torque warriors, whatever the hell the color was, they, they didn't get. So I'm, st- I'm trying to eat this thing, and these people keep coming up and like slapping your shit. meat on your plate. Like, he doesn't know what color it means. I'm just like, giving like, him some look... meat. And, and, and like you're looking, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, are you guys getting commissioned based on these cuts you're doing? Like it, it, it's like they're hustling you to, you know. So I'm like, so I told this guy no, and then the guy just cut it and threw it on my plate. And I'm like, I, I didn't know what to do. My plate was like loaded up, and I keep. it. Did eating you eat it. it? Yeah, but then I, you know, like the, 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 the <laughs> yeah. The... yeah. The, the chief of Manchester was sitting right to my left, and the guy's looking at me, and he's like, what the hell is this kid? And I, I I was like, I'm eating everything, yeah. and the guy Smells comes like by, protein. I'm getting full, and they're like, Primer, but I'm like, eh, if, yeah. yeah I, got, uh, I almost started those, crying, like, yeah. They got one of those restaurants <laughs> down in Burlington, <laughs> i have some, I'll have some yep. it's really good. They
0: got yep. one in
2: Boston. Yep. I went, I went, the first time I went, I had the same experience. My wife's like, because my wife...
3: Yeah, but you were like Bring it on. I didn't you even out of I, and I, threw, I threw the card away. I was
2: like at this time, at this point I was like, I mean, I was I was a lot bigger than I am now, but no,
1: yeah, the, the the food was amazing. Oh I, yeah, I, absolutely. I just felt like anxiety just getting food. Oh my people. god. <laughs> I mean, like I threw <laughs> right. for me, I threw the like, card
2: away. I was like, give me everything, just it, keep it, it coming.
1: if you like if you said no, I, I think they were going to kill gonna, you. going to
2: get offended.
0: Like, were you hoping that one of them would come out with a plate of cigars? No, so it's
2: funny, we went to uh,
1: we actually went to a place. So
2: it wasn't Liga. He wasn't taking. <laughs> we went to a place in
1: downtown DC. It's called TG Cigar, um, and I can't get the woman's name, but she's actually on a cover of Cigar Visionario. Really, she, she had an issue of it with her face on it. But it, this place must have been open for a long time. So they they actually had like you you could order food there, smoke cigars, buy cigars there. And they had a lounge. Nice, and they they are pretty good selection there, mm-hmm. um, and it it's just I I thought it was hilarious just like how relaxed DC is, you know, like with everything, like even with like all the cigar crown. lounges. Well, it's DC, <laughs> you know. So you know it's what I just mean? like you know federal laws, like very pro cigars. It seems mm-hmm. like I mean there was a bunch of we only went to one place, but there was another place we wanted to go to, and it, it's uh, they 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 it's a full service um. What is it called, Dad? Dr- Driscoll? No, not Driscoll. Draper. What is it? Draper. Draper. Yeah, and that—that's the place where Kennedy bought all the uh, H. Upman factory rolled Coronas from before the embargo. So they like, mm-hmm. like uh who who's the general, Dad? They used to get the pipe tobacco from there. It was a general, I think, right? Ford. Ford. Oh yeah. So Ford would go there and get his pipe tobacco. So it, it was a really a historic place. And we're online, they actually have seven twenty fours there. Mm. Wow. Um, yeah, but. Cool. It's just it's funny that the cigars it's it's like a big staple there and it's like it's it's very pro cigar there. It's it was just nice. interesting to see that.
2: So I met speaking of historical things, I met a gentleman today. He was ninety, I think he was ninety two years old. And he came in. And he was just looking around. He never been here before. He lives up in Hillsboro, and um, he said that he was looking at our pipes and he was yeah. looking at cigars and he was saying that he used to shop at Ehrlich's in Boston mm-hmm. and Ehrlich's which I know Ehrlich's because the cigars so yeah. we had the Ehrlich cigars in here mm-hmm. from uh Bellity cigars
0: mm-hmm.
2: we have we had those so I know a little bit of the history that was one of the first cigar shops in Boston yeah. it was on Tremont Street but I did a little research and they moved like three or four locations Mm -hmm. before they ended up on Tremont Street and then they eventually shut down. Um, But he was telling me he used to shop there when it was on Washington Street and he used to buy all his pipes there. He has about 16 pipes and he always used to buy them from there. And then if they broke or something happened because they had the guy make them in the window, Mm -hmm. he was sitting in the window and he used to make them. And the guy used to go and Buy pipes and or get one custom made or get one fixed, and he used to watch the guy make his pipe or fix his pipe. Mm. Back in the day, and I was like, wow, that's crazy. I never met, I never met anybody that used to go to that shop. I think there was one. I think Mike Bellity of Bellity Cigars. He said uh, I remember him saying that was the first cigar that he ever bought was at that store in Boston. But I never met anybody that bought pipes from there, which is unique hmm. because I mean those that's like. That's antique vintage stuff right Mm. there. I mean, you can't even I mean, I couldn't even imagine anybody still holding any of that. Yeah. That's that's real, like history. That's Boston history right there.
0: That's amazing. Speaking of history. History. It is time for one of our new segments. (laughs) Here we go. The 724 flashback, a weekly segment highlighting historical events. Brought to you by 724 Cigars Smoke.
2: A, a piece, piece of history. history. Great segue.
0: <clears throat> and here's here's the thing. Um, in just a couple of days, uh, it will be May seventeenth. It will be yes. And in eighteen seventy five, one short year after the founding of seven twenty four cigars, mm-hmm. in eighteen seventy four, the very first Kentucky Derby was run. Ooh,
3: the very first.
0: The very first. The very first Kentucky Derby ran May 17th 1875 and uh off the Kentucky Derby website I got this information which I thought was really cool there are a few American sporting events with the history and popularity of the Kentucky Derby its rich traditions sipping a mint julep which we were serving here all day during the late uh, latest uh, Kentucky Derby Um, Saturday, donning a beautiful hat and joining fellow race fans in singing my old Kentucky home, transcend the Kentucky Derby from just a sporting event, making it a celebration of Southern culture and a true icon of America. The Kentucky Derby is the longest running sporting event in the United States. Again, dating back to 1875 race is often referred to as the run for the roses and has continuously produced the quote most exciting two minutes in sports i remember the first time i watched the kentucky derby you know you're all day people are you know spending hundreds of thousands of dollars to go in there the hats the dresses the mid juleps and everything and then they run the race and it was over in like two minutes that's it that's what we've been waiting for then the whole thing was for this two-minute race yeah but it's, it's like so anticlimactic it's, it, and i've hey.
2: never and again I've, I've only observed people watching it mm-hmm. i've never sat and watched but it's like it's the whole it's the whole entertainment mm-hmm. value of it. I mean, yeah. the dresses, the hats, the and you know, the drinks. That the, that whole culture whole, around yeah. it yeah.
0: has become the big thing. Yep. But it has been uninterrupted, even when coinciding with events like the Great Depression and World Wars One and Two. It mm. has happened every single year since eighteen seventy-five. That's cool. Even COVID. Even through COVID, well, they
2: yeah. had masks on the horses
0: <laughs>
2: when they ran. You know what Fine I mean? Like, come
0: there you on, go. that is that <laughs> is the Seven Twenty Four <laughs> flashbacks. Oh, oh a God. weekly segment highlighting historical events, brought to you by Seven Twenty Four Cigars. Dun, 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 dun. A piece of history.
2: Smoke but it. That was really absolutely cool. unequalled.
0: Last last week you weren't here, Nick, but last no. week it was to the day was. The day that the very first Coca-Cola was served in the United States. Really?
2: Where was it served?
0: In Georgia.
2: No surprise there. In Georgia. Georgia.
0: Georgia. I mean, it was to the day. Really? That day was the founding of the first Coca-Cola was served.
2: I wonder what kind of celebration Coca-Cola does for that day. I mean, like, do they bring out the Coca-Cola like out of like Here, uh, uh, a coke. old an old bring freezer
0: out, bring out the crack of cola. All right. That all had that
2: all had cocaine now, in it. Not with that. Well look, all right. <laughs> they didn't have cocaine in it. They had coca leaves mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. They didn't have actual I mean like the actual drug is a very bad thing and you shouldn't be doing that if you're No, no. No. You shouldn't be doing that. We don't condone that at all. At all. But Coca-Cola I mean, Mm -hmm. that's, and from what my understanding is, um, they are the only company in the world that can import coca leaves to the United States. And again, I may be wrong, but that's, I heard that on, uh, Uh, I heard it on another podcast.
0: That may or may not be true, but I believe it is true. I believe it believe
2: it also is true that they are the only company allowed. I guess they writ the they they the government writ the laws in such a way that they are the only company um, that would be able to import coca leaves um, to the United States. Mm. And again, this is this is what I heard on a podcast that I cannot confirm nor deny that allegation, but I believe that it is true.
0: Pat, you're the fact checker. Is that true? You're the legal guy.
2: I
1: mean, counsel for. uh, Kind of a, a weird, random fact. I have to. I'll, I'll get back to you next week. We'll do, we'll do that right. for part two of the segment. Very
2: good. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen, for part two. So,
0: so what's the final verdict here on uh, Night Slice and the uh, pairing here? Did you like the pairing better?
2: I did, yeah. I mean, you get more yeah. as you continue down. And, again, me and you have wider bowls mm-hmm. than uh, than Dave does, so it may
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it may change the flavor a little bit. I mean, mm-hmm. That, that When you're smoking uh, bigger diameters in the bowl versus something narrow, I mean, it's going <laughs> to change it a little bit. Just like cigars. When you're smoking a 60 ring gauge versus, you know, a 46 or a Lancer or something like that, the, the flavors are going to change. Yeah. So with this in a bigger bowl, I think the subtleness, the smoky aspect of it really goes really well with the prairie. Um, it, I'm starting to get a little bit of the sweetness kind of coming yeah. down after uh, about halfway through the bowl. Yep. But I'm interested to change it to a smaller diameter, one of my other uh, pipes, to see how it changes. Mm. Is it, is it going to be more sweet? Is it going to be more smoky? Is it going to be more spicy? I don't know. But Dave. good pairing. Um,
3: I'm my my whole palate has been ruined by the first smoke. But, how but dare you? How dare you? You can't recover. You can't recover your palate. I can't date? recover my palate right now. No, I'm just I I can't get over that. That no, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the drink's great though. Of course it is.
0: How do you know? Your palate's been ruined. I can Yeah, How but I know? can taste it. How do you know? I can taste it. Then you should be able to taste this. Mm. Dave, even you know, Pat can taste this and he's not even smoking it.
2: Dave, check this out. Yeah. Take a sip of your stout. Then do the pairing. <sighs>
0: If you're wondering why sometimes things go wrong, it's because Dave's drinking before the show starts. (laughs) Okay. Dave is now taking a sip of the American Prairie. And now he is taking some puffs on his pipe. Dave is taking more puffs on his pipe. He's looking. He's looking. Bewildered. His eyes are kind of the
1: same
2: with me. Still, same. Yeah. Okay. still the same. Still the same. Dude. Pat, what's your Dead. final verdict?
1: Uh the room notes good. It has a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um So uh, the room notes actually pretty interesting. It's like uh like a hickory smoky fire like uh, that's kind of home yeah, you get, kind of, But yeah, it has exactly. like you ever walked in like a like a family-owned coffee shop?
2: Uh I don't frequent coffee shops.
1: Anyone? Anyone? Yeah, I have. You know, like that smell of like, you know, hot, you know, just coffee. Like, just like every coffee shop has that smell. Mm -hmm. It's like if you put one of those coffee shops in the middle of a fair with like a hickory fire going is what the room note smells like. Like the press hasn't been
2: cleaned in 22 years.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) nick doesn't drink coffee but i can tell you this would go fantastic Mm. with Mm. a nice dark coffee or an espresso
2: it probably uh, would
0: cappuccino or uh, something along that line something yeah maybe it it would it would go well with that maybe nick wouldn't do it nope because he's not a coffee guy nope i had
2: a chocolate chamberlain two weeks ago that was that was a i mean i don't have huh
0: is that a euphemism? No,
2: that was what I named the drink. I'm glad I mean, to hear that. yes. <laughs> um,
0: mm.
2: I'm not going to comment on that at all. Um but that was a, you know, the first time I've had a uh espresso martini and I mean that would have went well with this. It, it would have been mm-hmm. I mean it would have been really odd for me to have that those combinations. But I mean, I think it would have went well.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Earthy, a lot of smoky, you mm. know, charred oak or, or uh, hickory going oh, on. Oh, there we go. Um, yeah, he's very, very good. He's in the groove uh, now. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it goes great with the bourbon. Smoky hickory, it's, lots of earth. Yep. It's very, very nice. I like it very much.
1: So, Dan, uh, the resolution is limited edition. And then is the night slice bulk. A...
0: The night slice is a new bulk that will be available from now until perpetuity
2: yeah
1: so it's like so, line, like the morning evening correct morning blend.
0: Okay. so morning blend afternoon melange evening flake and now you have night slice so you've got something that's a little bit on the stronger side um most of stokeby stuff tends to be in the mild to medium range yes yeah this is full very this is very great, yeah. um nuanced very balanced lots of you know um subtle flavors Mm -hmm. night slice is a step uh uh, deeper than that it allows you to get more of a full-bodied thing and and i think he needed that in his in his Mm -hmm. line.
2: that would round it out yeah
0: and uh you know i think it's going to do very very well Mm -hmm. if any indication that we've we've already basically gone through two pounds of this stuff in less than 48 hours Mm -hmm. or 72 hours it's the end of monday um yeah, that's all that's left. What's I actually that? had What's a customer who
3: started off with Granite State <clears throat> and has now decided that he likes a morning blend the best. Morning and blend I'm is, like is delicious. Like he would be so proud. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> I mean, for me, out of all of all the blends, I mean, PD Kentucky is probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. After that, would be afternoon melange, mm-hmm. because that's like. An English blend. Mm-hmm. I I don't know why it's an
0: all day English blend. It's just fantastic. It
2: is. It's it's so good. I, I for me, a really good English blend is just so satisfying <coughs> when you're smoking it. My um, favorite
3: English is Dexter's Secret. That is my
2: Dexter's Secret is good. It's good. I can't stop. Smoking. I mean, but I think fourth gen. There's, four. It's complex, but it's subtle.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Fourth gen afternoon melange, is just so straightforward so it's straightforward. so good it's so it just makes you want more <clears throat> and it's it's so good to me
0: it's extravagant it is and then after that after <laughs> that Ba-dum-bum.
2: after that i mean <clears throat> quiet quiet nights <clears throat> by glp i mean <clears throat> quiet nights is is a staple
3: you know you know what's the best though It's spike plug
2: Sparkplug is good, is man. so
3: creamy and sweet. That is, is so good. I, I smoked a bowl of that today, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, my
2: You know what I haven't mom, had man. in a while? Speakeasy.
0: Speakeasy is good. <sighs> man. That's that's a different animal compared to what you guys have been talking about.
2: That's true. It is. But, I mean, uh, it's, you know, uh, Jesus. Mm. Speakeasy is good. Mark got me on that. Man, Mark, yeah, we Mark, miss you. More, more. Yeah, Mark, man. we miss you. If you're watching. him. M&M. Eminem, if you're missing. Not (laughs) Eminem. He probably doesn't smoke anything. But, Mark, if you're watching, man, we miss you. you got to stop up and hang out for a little bit have a couple bowls.
0: All right. Well, that's our show for tonight. We thank you for being with us and hope you join us again next Monday right here, 8 o'clock. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, smoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at not just Blowing Smoke. Thanks for listening, everybody. And that is Not Just Blowing Smoke.
1: Rolling with the down i on
0: a to God.